Are you killing your goals with templates? Are you killing your goals with trying to, to fit the parameters of the goal into this perfect internet template that you found? So you're checking all these different boxes to make sure you have a good goal, but then by the time you're done, your goal is like not exciting and kind of exhausting and you never want to think about it again. That's exactly what was happening with one of my coaching clients. Welcome to the Becoming Future You podcast, where it's all about you. I'm here to help you figure out who you are and what you want out of your life. What are your special gifts? How do you impact others? What does living a great life look like for you? The answers are inside of you, and we're going to unlock them together. It's time to become future you. I'm your host, Mel Jolly. Let's get to work. One of my clients that I was working with, uh, we were working on her quarterly goals. And I was like, okay, read, read me goal number one. And she read it to me like this and sell this much so that because of family and achievement and things. Obviously, that's not what she said. I don't remember exactly what her goal was. The point is, She was like, okay, I'll read you the goal. And she read it like this and she sounded like this. And I said, how do you feel? After she read me the goal, I said, how do you feel? She was like, um, you know, okay. I guess I feel okay about it. It's a smart goal. So, you know, it's specific, measurable, actionable, time-oriented, relevant, whatever, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's a smart goal, so it's probably a good goal. I was like, uh, do you want to work on it? <laughs> Not really. What we figured out is that she was beating the love of the goal and the vision straight out of herself by trying to create this perfect goal that fit on post-its and the Kanban board and the template and the smart goal and the all the things. She was trying to follow all the rules and trying to follow the rules was just completely ruining the process for her. So if you ever find yourself creating perfect goals and then struggling to meet them, let me give you some other other ideas. Let me give you Mel's ideas, Mel's tips for goal setting and see if this helps you. I wish I had turned it into like a clever acronym, but you know what? That would probably just make you feel like you had to do this and you had to do that and you had to do this and you had to do that. And then you'd just be checking boxes again. And this is for you if checking all those boxes doesn't make you feel motivated, doesn't make you feel like working on the thing, isn't helping you achieve your goals. So suggestion, we'll call them suggestions. You don't have to do all of them. Suggestion number one, your goal should be memorable. I said should, I couldn't think of another word. Make a memorable goal. Suggestion number one, make a memorable goal. If you can't remember what it is, if you have to write it down and read it off a piece of paper, this is not to say you shouldn't write down your goals, write down your goals. But if you can't remember it without reading off the paper, it's too complicated. It's too long. Memorable goal, run a 5K. 
eat a salad every day. Get my fruits and veggies. Drink six glasses of water every day. Um, keep my plants alive. My plants were starting to look a little bit sad after I got back from vacation. So let's call that a goal for Mel. Easy, simple, memorable. If somebody asked me what it was, I could explain it in one sentence. If your goal is that complicated, try to boil it down. Think about it like the tagline for a movie or the tagline for a TV show. You should be able to explain it in one sentence. That's it. Explain it to yourself. Explain it to somebody else. Write it down in a book. It shouldn't be so long and complicated that you can't remember it. Okay? That's suggestion number one. Suggestion number two. Make a goal that feels good. That feels exciting. That sparks a vision of this future version of you who has achieved this goal. Let's say my goal is to... Uh, I'm going to use weight loss. But let's say that my goal is to lose some fat. Well, then I might... I said that in a way that made it sound like real negative. But then I might visualize myself in an outfit that I really like and visualize it looking really good and visualizing myself feeling really good in it. I might visualize myself doing burpees, which right now in my workout, it's like, oh my gosh, I can do them. I can do them. And I'm super proud of that. Also, my legs get pretty tired. And I look at the people on the screen and I can tell they are not as tired as I am. So maybe I visualize myself just flying through them and throwing in the push-up and look at me go and jumping up. Woo! Right? And that even might be more empowering for me because it's more about how I feel. If visualizing how I might look is going to be toxic or I know for some of us we have a history of eating disorders and that sort of thing and visualizing how you're going to look and attaching value to that can be a very gray area. So if that's not a good example for you, don't use that one. Think about how you're going to feel. But let's say, you know, for me, writing Becoming Future You was a huge goal for me and publishing it. That was amazing. And I visualized myself with my book back there. So hard to do this. My book back there on my bookshelf. There it is. Becoming Future You by Mel Jolly in hardcover. And I was able to visualize myself holding it. And it was exciting. And it felt good. And if I had really wanted to, I could have taken my copy of You Are a Badass and, and took the cover off and printed my cover before I had it published so that I could hold a copy of my book. So create a goal that makes you feel excited about the future, that gets in your little heart and creates a vision that you can latch onto. And that takes us to suggestion number three, which is create a goal that's motivating. So... I tell you all the time, you don't need motivation. You don't need it. You need habits. You need, well, habits. Habits pretty much is it. But it is nice when we feel motivated. So how can we make ourselves feel more motivated? Incorporate your why and your vision into your goal. I would like to, or my goal is to run a 5k because that's going to mean that I am fit 
and healthy enough to get up on stage and give an hour-long workshop and jump around and be amazing. Woo! And inspire people. Sorry, I tacked that on at the end. That should have been should have been closer at the beginning. I didn't come up with these examples in advance. Whoops. Let's say your goal is to travel. Travel with your family so that you can make family memories. So that your kids will have those experiences and those memories of being with you. If your why is your family and your kids and wanting to create a good life, and a fun and exciting and adventurous life for them, then the goal to plan three trips this year ties directly into your vision of the version of you you're trying to create. That that future version of you, that you who creates awesome memories with her kids. So tie in your why and your goal will be more motivating. Suggestion number four, create a goal that does not feel exhausting when you think about it. I use exercise a lot. Exercise is exhausting when I do it. I, when I was writing my book, there were certainly days where I would hit a wall on how much I could write in that day. Ooh, I'm tired. This is all I can do. We're done. We're done for the day. But thinking about writing the book, thinking about having that fitter body and exercising, thinking about having plants that are alive and healthy and living in my house, thinking about decluttering and making space for more light and sunshine and air and nice furniture to come into my house. Thinking about the goal doesn't feel exhausting. Remember the other two where it's, it feels good. It's motivating. And also the first one was it's memorable. So it feels good and motivating to think about the goal. Not like, mm, be healthy. Well, how motivated do you feel to be healthy if that's how you do it? Or, sell more stuff on my Etsy store, which is basically how my, you can't see, if you can't see me shrugging my shoulders and like hunching down, that's what's happening. That's what was happening when my client was telling me her goals. In our coaching session, she was like, wah, 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 that's my goal. Ooh, I felt tired just hearing about it. And that's what he said, because how you see me here, how you hear me, hear me here, that's how I coach in a loving fun, firm, a little bit bossy, a lot of questions-y way. And I've been coaching her for a long time. I knew she'd take it well, and we worked through to create some better goals for her. Okay, suggestion number five, have a finish line. Talk about this a lot. Hmm. There's a little dog chasing cat action in the background. Sorry about that. Have a finish line for your goal. So this is not to say it has to be fit into this perfect template that you heard about, that you read about, which does work for some people, but maybe isn't working for you. It still feels great if your goal has a finish line. Publish a book, very clear finish line, because then 
once I published the book, I knew I had done it and I had permission to celebrate and to use it as an example of my podcast. Um, run a 5K has a literal actual finish line. You know that when you cross the finish line at the end of the 5K, you have run a 5K. Spend more time with your grandkids is a little bit more vague. So I, I might suggest that you think about an outing once a week with a grandkid. That is a little bit more specific so that you know you're crossing that finish line and you can feel the reward of knowing, hey, I'm doing the thing. I am doing the thing, okay? If it's get better at rest, well, you might need some more parameters there and it might mean, okay, sit down and color for one hour a week, 10 minutes a day, five minutes a day. And this is not to say you hem yourself in, start checking all the boxes because if you're kind of the person who cracks the whip on yourself all the time, that's not what you need to do. You're not lazy. Do you need to hear that? You're not lazy. You're not. You might be efficient. Chances are you push yourself way harder than you need to because lots of us do, especially if you listen to the kind of podcast that's about achieving and growing and changing and Yeah, you're probably pushing yourself too hard. Just a guess. So give yourself a finish line, but don't beat the love of the goal out of yourself with it, okay? So these are my suggestions for happy, productive goal setting. Make it memorable. Make it feel good. Let it be motivating. Set a goal that that gives you energy when you think about it instead of making you go tired just thinking about working on it okay and have a finish line so that you know when you're done you know when you cross it you know when you can give yourself a little pat on the back that a lot of us need and say great job self you've got this get your goals make change Feel good about yourself. You're awesome. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and got something you needed. If you did, please remember to take a screenshot of the podcast and post it on your favorite social media platform. Not only will it help this growing podcast find new listeners, you also retain new information better when you tell others about it. So make a quick post about today's episode and then take action on what you learned. Remember, if future you is different than present you, that means you're going to have to do something different. If you'd like to get more clarity on who you want to become, download the free Becoming Future You Starter Guide at becomingfutureyou.com forward slash start.